Selamat pagi. Okey, uh, saya Dr. Nuriza, timbalan pengarah uh, ISI USIM uh, dan juga pencarah daripada FPSK USIM. Okey, I would uh, like to welcome uh, everyone uh, uh, to to this um, step um, session. Okey. So sebab saya rasa there's a mix of background, okay, that uh, I noticed that uh, ada lecturer, ada students, uh, I'm not so sure kalau ada public based on the participants. So our discussion ni kita akan lebih kepada bentuk santai and um, there will be a mix of like, uh, BM and BI lah, okay, during our discussion. Okay, so, um, so for today, uh, Okay, so today's topic, uh, to me personally, I think it's a very interesting topic to that we will try uh, our best um, to actually um, discuss. Okay, uh, this topic, but also uh, the idea of this uh, discussion, this uh, step session, is to actually. Um, Whatever topics that we we try the speakers um, talk about, it should be as a platform to initiate um, intellectual discourse, okay, amongst the participants. So um, yeah, so during our uh, talk, uh, if you have anything to ask, uh, I guess the best way is to uh, write down in the chat session, okay, and then. We will open up to Q and A session um, after the talk. Okay, so uh, for today, um, there'll be three of us. Okay, trying to do justice on the topic for this morning, right? So I will just share. All right. So for today's uh, title, genomics, science fiction, or wisdom in Allah's creation. Okay, so there'll be three major uh, points that we will try to discuss okay the fundamental of genomics the miracle of human genome and the wisdom behind genomics exploration right so me and two of my colleagues okay dr marjanu and dr nur pariha we are all from the same faculty as well okay so we will start with the fundamental of genomics Okay, when we talk about, so in terms of uh, the fundamental bits of genomics, okay, uh, we refer to the central dogma of molecular biology. All right, so what it means, the central dogma, uh, so as you can see here, okay, you have the DNA as our genetic code, okay, it requires to be transcribed uh, into the RNA and then uh, translated proteins. Okay, these, these molecules are basically what is known as the central dogma of molecular biology. This needs to occur, this needs to happen, okay, in every beings, right? So it started off with our genetic code, our genetic material, which is the DNA. Right, and then it transfer into uh, the endpoint, which is the protein molecules, and that what makes um, 
the molecules will actually determine the function and also um, into cells as well as organs, tissue and um, the beings in in what we in the in in what we I mean in the world. Okay, so such uh, so the, uh, humans, plants, uh, animals, and all. All right. Okay, so. Um, the central dogma in, uh, indicates that, uh, okay, so you can see that here, the DNA, okay, from the definition, uh, it is a molecule, okay, known as the deoxyribonucleic acid, okay. It contains the biological instruction, okay, so like I said, it's, it's, it's like our data bank, okay. And um, along with the instruction it contains, okay, this can be passed from adult organisms to their offspring during production. Okay, so uh, this is basically what the DNA consists of. Okay, it has the nitrogenous bases. Okay, um, it is being held by the sugar phosphate uh, backbone. All right. So um, you have your adenine, thymine, guanine, and cytosine. So the ATGC is only consists of four bases, okay? But uh, it's an idea um, that makes it unique, okay? So uh, so I, I guess during the discussion, okay, kita akan cuba lontarkan um, points uh, yang uh, that is open for discussion, okay? So so. Imagine from this, uh, daripada empat bases ni kan, okay, uh, it will, um, I mean you, 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 from, from only these four bases, okay, they akan, uh, apa, translate into various molecules, into various uh, cells, into various organs, and then, yeah, species, uh, eventually, okay. So only from these four bases, okay. So, uh, in going um, on to that, okay. So as you can see, okay, the 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 DNA, uh, the uh, DNA, right? Our genetic makeup, too. Okay, uh, dalam nucleus. Okay, so it it, it is uh, being um, packed into chromosomes. Okay, so our chromosomes are the paplonam dalam normal human cell. Okay. And then, daripada uh, chromosomes tu, um, yelah, uh, the chromosome is inside the cell. Alright, so ideally, okay, so if, if, it, if it begins from a gene, okay, yang sehat, yang uh, with the genetic sequence yang betul, right, so you will have a healthy cell, you, I mean, you have a, eventually you have a healthy chromosome, healthy cell, organ, system, body, species okay um if there is any uh, disruptions okay uh, in the genetic material katalah ada um, deletion okay uh, maksudnya satu daripada uh, yang tadi ATGC itu tak ada okay ataupun dia scramble ke kan so then what you can see here in the slide okay so bermakna daripada genetic material lagi dah dah tak betul dia punya coding tu so dia akan effect okay however okay kita tengok balik pada central dogma tu. 
kan? Okay. There are cases where genetic material tu uh, betul. Alright, coding dia betul. Okay, tapi bila uh, research uh, uh, dibuat, okay, there are still diseases occurring. Okay, and why is that? Alright, so, okay, ni lah dia uh, expanded central dogma uh, daripada tadi tu. Okay, sebenarnya it's not as direct and as simple as yang macam saya tunjuk tadi, yang mula-mula slide tadi tu. DNA, RNA, protein. Yes, that is the, the major uh, molecules that are involved. Tapi it's not as simple as Okay. So, uh, ini pun sebenarnya um, masih lagi simple. Okay, the process, right, of a DNA being uh, apa, copied, uh, transcribed uh, kepada RNA, RNA. Okay, so kalau back tadi, DNA adalah double stranded, ada dua strand, tapi RNA ada satu strand je, right? And then uh, daripada RNA tu, dia translate pula jadi protein molecules, okay? So, um, the process of the DNA, macam mana DNA tu di-copy jadi RNA, uh, kepada RNA and then RNA pula di-translate kepada amino acid yang jadi protein tu, okay? Proses-proses tu, Uh, uh, setiap langkah dalam proses tu ada checkpoint dia. Okay. So ini pun sebenarnya um, belum, uh, it's not uh, complex. This is still a simplified version of the processes that occurs in each cell. Okay. In our body. Okay. So bermakna, um, uh, try to imagine this. Okay. So the, 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 these processes, okay. Protein ni, uh, sampai jadi protein, dia akan uh, uh, apa, memberikan function kepada semua fisiological badan kita, kepada semua metabolism dalam badan kita yang berlaku uh, sehari-hari. Okay. Uh, dan juga, bukan hanya dalam keadaan sekarang ni, dia dah bermula, proses ni sebenarnya dah bermula daripada uh, kita disenyawakan dalam dalam badan ibu ayah kita dalam badan ibu kita okey so bermakna from the fertilization process lagi this process has begun until the very last day of our breath okey so so itulah it it occurs it can occur simultaneously as well okey so itulah dia um, one of the Because wisdom di mana dia uh, proses ini berlaku setiap saat, setiap minit, setiap jam, setiap masa tanpa henti selagi kita hidup. Right? Dan proses ini adalah sangat uh, terkawal untuk uh, kita make sure atau tentukan bahawa yang saya tunjuk slide tadi tu bahawa um, contoh kalau human, okay everything is working in a healthy manner everything is working in a correct manner okey macam sekarang ni alhamdulillah bersyukur pagi ni kita masih boleh bersama-sama untuk mendengar melihat saya bercakap okey uh, sambil minum kopi ke okey so dalam keadaan yang sihat okey and it is all due to the processes that are being um, i mean correctly controlled in our body okey 
namun begitu, okay, yes, uh, DNA adalah uh, DNA, RNA dan protein tadi yang saya cakap tu, okay. Uh, me, uh, uh, the, what, some of the molecules yang mengawal yang menentukan uh, tahap keupayaan kesihatan kita untuk untuk melakukan aktiviti sehari-hari. Uh, but there are, there have been um, apa ni? There have been suggestions yang uh, sebenarnya, okay? Kalau kita tengok, kalau kita nak kaji uh, diseases, we don't only look at those uh, nucleic acids proteins. Kita kena ambil, katalah kita ambil sel tu, kita kena ambil dia as a whole. Alright? So ni uh, antara cadangannya adalah kita kena tengok pada other aspects of biomolecules. Okay? Contohnya lipids, the lipidome, okay, or also the glycans. Okay? So in terms, what I'm trying to say is that apa-apa proses atau apa-apa penyakit yang berlaku tu, dia bukannya hanya tertakluk pada DNA material kita. Yes, our DNA is our um, footprint or fingerprint, okay, that actually um, uh, apa, dictate, uh, dictates what we are genetically, okay. However, it's not uh, only that uh, that is, um, I mean, being involved uh, in the human body, okay. So, daripada situ, uh, I would just like to bring you back, okay, uh, untuk ayat ni, okay. Uh, daripada surah Fusilat, ayat uh, 53, okay. Kami, saya hanya akan baca dia punya maksud, okay. Kami akan memperlihatkan kepada mereka tanda-tanda kekuasaan kami di segala wilayah bumi dan pada diri mereka sendiri sehingga jelas bagi mereka bahawa Al-Quran itu adalah benar. Okay. Tidakkah cukup bahawa sesungguhnya Tuhanmu menjadi saksi atas segala sesuatu. Alright. So, daripada sini, okay, kita uh, ayat ni menggambarkan bahawa um, Allah sesungguhnya telah uh, memperlihatkan kepada kita uh, bahawa tanda kekuasaan Allah uh, di, kita boleh nampaklah di sekalian alam, okay, uh, kita lihat dan kita uh, belajar, okay, dan juga pada diri kita sendiri, okay, macam saya cakap tadi lah, proses-proses yang yang berlaku dalam badan kita setiap uh, minit, setiap saat tu, okay, kita kita ambil sebagai contoh, right, tanda uh, antara tanda kekuasaan Allah. So, uh, saya rasa uh, that is from me. Kita boleh sambung dengan Dr. Marjanu. Okay, okay. Dr. Marjanu. Okay, thank you uh, Dr. Nurliza. Okay, I'm uh, Marjanu. Uh, so, let me uh, share my slide first. Okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Okay, Assalamualaikum. So, uh, for today's sharing session, okay, I would like to share about the human genome. Okay, so um, so I believe that our background uh, from the different different uh, areas. So I think I would go uh, be very, uh, uh, in a layman term lah. So harap harap semua boleh faham lah kan. So before uh, I start. 
my talk, uh, I think I would like to share uh, some video. Okay, this I think this this is a very interesting video for us to uh, have a look at. DNA is a molecule of considerable size. If you remember that the average size of a cell is smaller than a hundredth of a millimeter, then you would know that we are talking about something far more smaller than that. The DNA is carefully protected within the nucleus of a cell. And this molecule is the information bank of human body as it contains the genes. The first cell then divides and multiplies in the light of the program recorded in the DNA. So the tissues and organs begin to form. This is the beginning of a human being. The coordination of this complex structuring is brought by the DNA molecule. من أي شيء خلقه من نطفة خلقه فقدره ثم السبيل يسره. The word قدره translated as proportioned in the mentioning verse comes from the Arabic verb قدره. It translates as arranging, setting out, planning, programming, or the writing of everything in destiny by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bearing in mind that the structure of DNA was unraveled by Francis Crick in 1953, it is truly amazing that the Quran pointed to the concept of genetic planning in an age when the mankind's knowledge was very limited. This remarkable fact again proves that the Quran is the word of Almighty Creator. Okay, uh, just for a disclaimer, I just took that uh, video from YouTube. Okay, so um, I will be going to talk about human genome. So the title of for today's uh, talk is genomic. So what do you understand about genomics? Okay, so genomics is actually the study of genome. Okay, and today I will be talking about human genome. What is human genome? Okay, human genome is actually the complete sequence of DNA in our body. Okay, macam like uh, in this picture, okay, the A, T, C, G, C, 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 that one is the sequence of our DNA. And the complete sequence, okay, is gathered in the nucleus of a cell and the complete sequence is called human genome. And if we refer to the video just now, okay, it said that uh, about the words Qadara. And uh, human genome, okay, we can relate this Qadara to human genome. Okay, okay that the link of everything in destiny by Allah. Okay, so human genome is actually we can uh, picture it as like a manual book, okay, manual book for uh, a cells to do it and even for an organism or human to do it function correctly okay so let's just imagine how big is our human genome okay actually our human genome is so big even though it is stored in just a tiny nucleus okay it is so big it has the data of 3.2 billion of letters or in the scientific term, we call it as best pairs. So, if you can imagine, if we uh, print out this uh, human genome, okay, these letters, that A, C, G, the coding, in the 
only small uh, font which is four and if in a page there is there are 40,000 43,000 characters okay we will need uh, 130 volumes of encyclopedia to finish uh, the print out of this whole human genome so it is a very very big data that is uh, inside our nucleus or DNA so uh, scientists have took so many years okay, to gather all of this information from 1953 okay this is the first uh, structure of DNA discovered by Watson and Crick and then after that uh, scientists have took 50 years okay not only one scientist but uh, thousands of scientists around the world have uh, tried to gather the information of the full human genome and in 2003 okay human genome project is completed in which uh, the scientists have successfully gathered all of the sequence of the human genome okay it will not end only that okay in 2006 all this, um, the scientists have started human variant project okay this is because all of the human okay you and me will not share the same uh, human genome sequence everybody have their own uh, human genome sequence so this project will try to uh, look at the variation in the sequence of the human genome in each of the let's say for example ethnicity so just imagine for the human genome project it took 50 years and for this human variant project i'm sure it will take more than that and of course it's still ongoing it started on 2006 and now in 2020 it is still ongoing and there's a, a lots of works of tool need to be done to gather all the information so like what i've said just now each of us have different uh, genome sequence but however most of the sequence in our genome are the same okay only some parts of in the genome are different okay like for example the changes of one this one nucleotide okay one letters See, if in someone it may change to T or it may change to D, uh, change to G, okay? So these changes may cause either mutation or single nucleotide polymorphism. And what makes these two different are mutation will lead to diseases, but single nucleotide polymorphism will not lead to diseases, but it will. Uh, it will project as a variation in each individual okay for example in um, upper, uh, in Malay there are some uh, single nucleotide polymorphism that is uh, only uh, ada di dalam uh, orang uh, Melayu okay and then there's uh, ada juga ada SNPs okay single nucleotide polymorphism ni ada dalam uh, etnik lain jadi macam itulah jadi I will explain a little bit about mutation and SNPs okay just a brief one a simple in uh, example okay 
like for mutation, okay, this is uh, one simple example that leads to disease, physical cell anemia. Okay, anemia ni adalah uh, kekurangan darah merah. Okay, so dalam pesakit physical cell anemia ni, okay, mereka sel darah merah yang rosak. Okay, jadi mereka akan mengalami kekurangan sel darah merah yang normal. Okay, jadi disebabkan only uh, only one mutation, okay, they will have this disease, sickle cell anemia. Okay, so however, mutation ni dia bukan sahaja menyebabkan um, penyakit. Okay, they can also lead to resistance to treatments. Okay, this is uh, one of uh, my study. Okay, it's about chronic malignant leukemia. Uh, chronic malignant leukemia ni adalah sejenis uh, leukemia lah kan, kanser darah. Okay, dalam uh, pada pesakit-pesakit leukemia ni, uh, chronic malignant leukemia ni dia akan diberikan sejenis ubat yang di, diberi nama imatinib. So, um, bukan uh, semua pesakit leukemia leukemia ini, leukemia kronik ini akan uh, have a good response toward imatinib. Okay, some of them have resistance. Okay, those who have good response to imatinib, dia uh, dia tidak mempunyai mutasi, this mutation. Okay, and some patient that have resistance to imatinib uh, have, uh, mut, uh, dia punya resistance is because or due to this mutation. Like for example, this one mutation, Okay, if the patient have this mutation, dia punya resistance is total resistance. Okay, dia tak, tak boleh ambil this imatinib. Dia kena, dia punya treatment need to be changed uh, to other drugs. Like for example, milotinib ke. Ataupun if uh, the uh, patient have other types of mutation like this one, uh, the, um, apa tu, the dose, uh, kita perlu increasekan dia punya dose sahaja. Uh, then the imatinib will work well. Okay, that is how mutation okay uh, can affect the, uh, the treatment punya results. So that's a mutation. So from what I've uh, told you, that SNPs okay will not lead to uh, diseases. Okay, yeah, it is macam. Um, like, uh, it is uh, about the variation between individuals. Uh, so, uh, scientists have uh, tried to use this NIP information and they tried to postulate on human migration. And uh, they have come out with this map. Okay, they've, uh, they, uh, from their analysis, they found that, uh, or they, uh, they proposed that uh, the first human being uh, were uh, on Earth 200,000 years ago, okay? And that uh, person is actually from Africa. So I will not be discussing about this further because I am not the expert one about this. Um, because um, maybe someone uh, boleh tanya, okay, daripada uh, some hadis ke, um, Adam kan diturunkan di India and Hawa diturunkan di Tanah Arab. So, what happened with uh, this result? Kenapa pula tiba-tiba Af Africa? 
kan? So, uh, I think I would left that uh, maybe we can have another session with uh, experts on uh, population. But what I'm going, I would like to, to stress here is uh, SNPs in the our genetic material can be used uh, to uh, find out, okay, to try to uh, look back uh, our ancestry. So maybe some of us have uh, wondered, kita ni orang Melayu, okay, berasal daripada mana? What is our ancestry? So ada ada study in Malaysia, okay, have done this. Okay, they use these needs, okay, to uh, to know Melayu ni berasal daripada mana. So from their finding, okay, they uh, said that, uh, they found that Malaysia genetic ancestry with Indonesian, okay, dalam bahasa mudahnya, orang Melayu ni ada darah Indonesia, okay, ada darah uh, Cina yang berasal daripada Yunan, juga ada darah uh, orang asli, betul Meli. Okay, tapi orang Melayu kedah dengan orang Melayu petani dia special sikit, dia ada darah India. Okay, dia they have some portion of Indian genetic ancestry. Dan uh, orang Melayu Minang and Melayu Banjar, okay, they are more related to Indonesian individuals. So, uh, for my sharing session, okay, this is the essence of it. Okay, this is the miracle of human genome. Okay, the miracle of human genome is you, you can just imagine the uh, all the huge and complicated data in our DNA that codes so many up to either so many that it, it is stored in just a tiny nucleus which is, the size is only that is so before i end up my uh, sharing session okay i would like to uh, display this uh, video before i pass it to uh, to fariha well then who did create the heavens and the earth why do you use the word who you see you you, you immediately beg the question by using the word who well then how did it get created well um by a very slow process. Well, how did it start? Nobody knows how, how it started. We know the kind of event that it must have been. We know the sort of event that, that must have happened for the origin of life. What was that? It was the origin of the first self-replicating molecule. Right, how did that happen? I told you, we don't know. So you have no idea how it started? No, 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 nor has anybody. Nor has anyone else. What do you think is the possibility that there is an intelligent design might turn out to be uh, the answer to some issues in uh, genetics or in well, evolution. It could come about in the following way. It could be that uh, at some earlier time, somewhere in the universe, a civilization evolved by probably some kind of Darwinian means to a very, very high level of technology and designed a form of life that they seeded onto perhaps this, this planet. Um, now, that is a possibility and an intriguing possibility. And I suppose it's possible that you might find evidence for that if you look at the, um, at the detail, details of biochemistry and molecular biology, you might find a signature of some sort of designer. But you might find evidence for that if you look at the, um, at the detail 
D-cells of biochemistry, molecular biology, you might find a signature of some sort of designer. Um, and that designer could well be a higher intelligence from elsewhere in the universe. I will uh, hand over this session to Dr. Fariha. Dr. Fariha. Jadi, uh, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Selamat pagi. Um, uh, thanks to Dr. Nur and Dr. Majanu. Saya kira pembentangan daripada mereka berdua ni tadi dah pun memudahkan uh, saya untuk menyampaikan the next uh, topic ataupun subtopik dalam uh, genomics, science fiction or wisdom in our creation ni iaitu berkenaan dengan the wisdom behind genomics uh, exploration jadi uh, sebelum tu saya rasanya yang di sini dah pun mengenali saya lah saya Fariha daripada fakulti perubatan kami semua di bawah unit biokimia dan uh, berkenaan dengan um, penyelidikan, penyelidikan saya banyak berkisar mengenai cellular and molecular medicine antaranya uh, projek penyelidikan berkenaan dengan uh, pencirian stem cells stem cell characterization uh, stem cells daripada human for example daripada uri, ya, daripada placenta and then daripada lipid Uh, lemak manusia dan sebagainya dan uh, recently uh, saya juga ada uh, memulakan eksplorasi baru iaitu dalam bidang uh, disease biomarkers dan ni banyak kerja-kerja uh, ni banyak tertumpu pada uh, kajian berkenaan dengan uh, mekanisme penyakit dan that uh, involve for example signaling pathways of disease and so on Okey, uh, cukup uh, sampai situ pengenalan tentang saya. Jadi <coughs> uh, dengan sedikit pengalaman dan ilmu berkenaan uh, genetic science ataupun genomics ni maka saya kira dapatlah kami sama-sama berkongsi uh, apakah sebenarnya wisdom behind genomic exploration. Tapi sebelum tu uh, saya kongsikan slide saya. Alright. Uh, wisdom behind genomic exploration. Jadi dengan uh, sedikit pengalaman tu saya nak berkongsi lah. Tapi sebelum tu kita uh, saya rasa ada baiknya kalau saya rumuskan uh, pembentangan daripada Dr. Nuruliza tadi sampailah ke pembentangan Dr. Majanu supaya kita dapat menghayati uh, refleksi-refleksi yang kami rasa kami boleh kongsikan pada hari ini. Jadi organisma, organism yang dalam konteks perbincangan kita ni human lah kan. Yang dinamakan manusia tu bermula daripada um, unit asas yang begitu kecil yang kita namakan cells. Dan bila kita fokus ataupun zoom 
kepada struktur sel tu dan di dalamnya terdapat pelbagai organel, pelbagai kompartmen. Kita tidak melihat semua tapi melihat kepada antara kompartmen yang paling kecil iaitu nukleus. Dan di dalam nukleus itulah kita dapat mengkaji bahawa di dalamnya terdapat uh, genetik material yang diwarisi, yang mempunyai fungsi yang begitu kompleks, yang mengawal uh, atau perwarisan kita dan juga fungsi-fungsi dalam badan kita melalui uh, sel tersebut. Jadi itulah yang uh, dinamakan uh, DNA seperti yang uh, Dr. Nuriza dan Dr. Majanu terangkan sebentar tadi. Dan kemudian uh, apabila berlakunya genetik revolution ia membolehkan uh, ilmu genetik sains itu berkembang. Jadi wujudlah eksplorasi terhadap uh, human genome seperti yang Dr. Majanu kongsikan dan ini melalui teknik-teknik yang uh, dibangunkan contohnya teknik CRISPR, teknik uh, uh, NGS, Next Generation Sequencing and then uh, melalui teknik-teknik tu membolehkan uh, kita mengkaji molecular mechanism of diseases dan daripada perkembangan ilmu inilah saya kira pada masa ini telah wujud satu uh, era baru yang kita namakan Genomics Based Precision Medicine Contoh, eh, kalau kita kata uh, mungkin ada kita melihat iklan dalam TV, kita kena makan menurut jin apa yang ada dalam badan kita. Ini berbetulan dengan setengah-setengah uh, uh, hasil dapatan kajian. For example, uh, berkenaan dengan diabetes. Wujudnya kluster-kluster jin yang kita panggil sebagai diabetic genes. Jadi, segala uh, treatment ataupun management sedang cuba di di arrangekan agar ianya based on maklumat genom di dalam badan kita. Tapi itu um, setelah kami bertiga berbincanglah timbul persoalan dalam hati kami. Is that all we learn from genomics? Ataupun sebenarnya dia memberi kita um, satu hikmah ataupun dia sebenarnya mengajar kita sesuatu ilmu yang lebih besar daripada itu. Jadi saya ingin berkongsikan beberapa refleksi. Uh, saya minta maaflah saya terpaksa, saya bukan terpaksa, saya memang mengakui bahawa kami ini bukannya dalam bidang uh, pengajian agama, uh, agama Islam. Jadi kami tidak, mungkin ada uh, perkongsian kami itu yang tak bertepatan jadi saya mengalu-alukanlah jika ada uh, pencerahan yang lebih lanjut daripada ahli-ahli dalam uh, mesyuarat ni ataupun pertemuan ni ya. The first reflection is uh, on human creation. So ini salah satu teori yang yang wujud ber, uh, berkenaan dengan human creation. Adakah dia berlaku by chance? Jadi kami membawakan perumpamaan seperti yang saya tunjukkan dalam slide ini. Di sebelah kiri itu adalah mancis. Kan? Bila-bila mancis. Pada adatnya kita melihat bila-bila mancis ni begitu mudah penciptaannya. Hanya daripada kayu dan 
belerang dan kemudian dia menjadi bila mancis seperti itu. Tapi bila mancis yang begitu ringkas, begitu mudah penciptaannya pun tidak berlaku dengan sengaja. Perlu ada orang yang membuat pekerjaan untuk menciptakan bilah mancis ni. Jadi uh, itu membuatkan kami berfikir apatah lagi seperti yang kita tahu dalam ilmu genetik sains ataupun genomics ni. Wa'ima satu sel ataupun satu bahagian dalam tubuh badan kita yang begitu uh, kecil iaitu sels tu dan di dalam sels tu pula kita melihat kepada uh, struktur nukleus yang juga antara bahagian yang terkecil dan di dalamnya terdapat juga material yang begitu halus tetapi berfungsi dengan dengan begitu cekap semuanya teratur semuanya terkawal semuanya mempunyai fungsi-fungsi yang tertentu jadi bagaimana struktur yang sekecil ini yang yang berfungsi dengan baik ini boleh berlaku by chance dan rasanya akal kami menolak bahawa ianya berlaku by chance. Jadi uh, akhirnya uh, pemikiran kami itu membawa kami kepada uh, mengakui ataupun accepting that ada sesuatu kuasa pencipta yang begitu agung yang telah menciptakan uh, menciptakan uh, manusia tu dan semestinya kuasa yang agung ni tak ada tolok bandingnya bermakna tidak sama dengan benda-benda lain yang dijadikan di dalam muka bumi ni dan uh, mengiyakan salah satu ayat di dalam al-Quran bahawa Allah menegaskan we have certainly created man in the best of stature. Another reflection is that human creation menjelaskan theory of only one god exists. Dan uh, melalui ilmu genetics kita ketahui bahawa uh, peraturan genetik itu menyebabkan wujudnya variation dalam perwarisan dan itu menyebabkan kita tidak boleh mencari satu organisma satu uh, makhluk yang sama dengan makhluk yang lain tanpa ada beza wa'ima twins sekalipun mereka pasti mempunyai perbezaan jadi itu yang dimaksudkan dengan variation in genetics. Jadi perbincangan ini membawa pula kami kepada pemikiran bahawa maybe ini salah satu proof untuk membenarkan bahawa hanya satu yang maha mencipta. Bukan dua, bukan tiga dan bukan banyak. Jadi apa hujahnya? Mungkin hujahnya adalah jika dua, tiga ataupun empat, sudah pasti akan wujud makhluk yang sama tanpa dapat dibeza. Kerana apa? Kerana inilah ada dua, tiga ataupun banyak Tuhan yang sudah pasti nak menunjukkan kekuasaan mereka. Satu Tuhan menciptakan yang ini, satu Tuhan lagi pasti nak menciptakan benda yang sama agar dia 
dia dia dapat bersaing antara satu sama lain tapi itu tak berlaku kerana kita tidak dapat melihat benda yang serupa seperti itu maka kami merasakan mungkin ini bukti bahawa hanya satu yang menjadikan sekalian alam dan berbetulan dengan ayat di dalam surah Fatir ayat 27 ayat 28 uh, did you not see that Allah has sent down water from the sky then we brought forth with it fruits having different colors and among the mountains there are tracks white and red of different colors and others utterly black and among humans and beasts and cattle there are those having different colors as well only those of his slave fear Allah who are knowledgeable surely Allah is mighty forgiving dan akhirnya penerimaan ini membawa kami pula kepada um, membenarkan salah satu ayat yang begitu penting dalam Al-Quran bahawa He is Allah the one uh, and only dan secara keseluruhannya ilmu genomik tu ilmu genomik yang saya maksudkan di sini ilmu genomik yang sedikit tu sebab tadi kita melihat ke dal- kepada uh, hasil kajian kita yang kita dapati daripada sel yang begitu kecil dan di dalamnya nukleus dan di dalamnya ada genetik material yang begitu halus hanya ilmu yang sedikit ini yang kita sudah membuatkan kita berasa wow jadi apatah lagi sekalian alam dan itu membuatkan kami menghayati ayat-ayat Quran yang lain contohnya dalam surah Ghafir Allah menyatakan demi sesungguhnya penciptaan langit dan bumi lebih besar daripada penciptaan manusia akan tetapi kebanyakan manusia itu tidak mengetahui dan saya masih ingat perkongsian pengarah ISI Dr. Azman berkenaan dengan cahaya dan alam semesta dalam perkongsian tu saya begitu terkesan kerana dia menyedarkan saya bahawa manusia tu kita ni kan dengan saiz ni sebenarnya begitu kecil kalau kita nak bandingkan dengan saiz alam semesta yang kita belum tahu lagi berapa saiznya kata Dr. Azman. Jadi apatah lagi yang kita lihat pada hari ini ilmu di dalam uh, ilmu yang kita dapat ketahui di dalam struktur yang terkecil di dalam badan kita dan Maha Suci Allah dan saya benar-benar merasakan bahawa Allah itu mempunyai ilmu yang maha luas dan um, uh, next slide ni mungkin dah uh, uh, divert sikit lah daripada apa yang sebenarnya kami nak bincangkan Humanity will be redefined within the next hundred years. Sebenarnya ini berkenaan dengan uh, isu-isu etika. Berkenaan dengan penyelidikan di dalam bidang genetik. Tapi um, kami bukan nak membincangkan hal hukum. Tapi inilah realitinya. Manusia itu begitu rakus mengikut hawa nafsu. Dia, sehingga wujud uh, isu-isu seperti ini. Okey. Ini He Jenkui. Dia ni seorang saintis dari China dan dia nilah yang telah mengumumkan bahawa beliau berjaya mengedit uh, genetik ataupun genomik uh, 
baby dan baby itu berjaya dilahirkan dan inilah uh, CRISPR baby yang yang pertama saya rasa ada tiga CRISPR baby yang dia, di, dihasilkan melalui teknik ini dan uh, teknologi yang berkembang tu membolehkan mungkin satu hari nanti jika kita terus menurut hawa nafsu kita kita akan boleh melihat manusia yang boleh order baby macam mana yang mereka mahukan intelligent boy dengan blue eyes dengan senyuman yang manis ataupun dengan kekuatan yang 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 hebat tapi bukan isu etika tu yang yang hukumnya yang kami nak bincangkan tapi saya sebenarnya nak mengakhiri uh, perkongsian kami ni dengan sedarlah bahawa kita begitu kecil dan uh, ilmu kita juga begitu sedikit tapi masih lagi kita nak mendustakan uh, rahmat yang Allah dah bagi pada kita seperti dalam surah Rahman. Selesai saja. Terima kasih. Okay, so uh, terima kasih kepada Dr. Fariha dan juga Dr. Marjanu. Dr. Fariha uh, nak nak add apa-apa lagi ke ataupun um, boleh Uh, that is your your final ah, slide. Ya, tu, ini ini adalah uh, yang terakhirlah untuk kita uh, refleksi diri kita. Terima kasih kerana uh, sudi mendengar ya. Okay, um, okay. So uh, sekarang ni saya buka lah uh, pada uh, Q&A session. Okay, kalau um, kalau ada sesiapa nak 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 share. Um, apa-apa comment ataupun um, ideas ke ataupun pengalaman ke uh, berdasarkan apa yang kami bertiga dah um, berkongsi bersama uh, saya uh, open uh, discussion lah kepada semua tak ada tu tanda setuju lah kot saya rasakan uh, Dr. Fariha uh, dan Dr. Majanu uh, Pertama Dr. Fariha telah, telah uh, uh, bagi satu kesimpul atau satu summary yang agak uh, yang cukup baik uh, untuk menunjukkan uh, kekuasaan Allah tu. Um, so jadinya um, Ya ada tu ada ada teks. Oh. Okay, sesiapa nak 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 uh, berkongsi apa-apa kupat um, kupasan dari segi uh, lah, uh, pandang uh, pandangan perasaan ke selepas <laughs> perkongsian kami yang uh, yang tidak seberapa ini. Sebab seperti Dr. Fariha kata, ya kami sebenarnya bukan um, daripada background yang mengkaji secara mendalam uh, Al-Quran dan Sunnah. Jadi uh, kalau ada sesiapa yang hendak berkongsi uh, apa, uh, pengetahuan ataupun mengkomen, memberi komen terhadap apa yang kami telah bincangkan uh, tadi, dialu-alukan. Um, Ya betul dan mungkin kalau ada yang daripada fakulti FPQS mungkin nak tambah apa-apa It would be very fruitful kot Ah, 
sebab sebab hmm. dia macam ni sebab um, yalah uh, kami uh, what we do what we teach is uh, really science based so uh, untuk mengupas uh, ayat al-Quran ataupun hadis kalau uh, saya tak sure mungkin Dr. Farih ada ada letak hadis ya okay so this is just uh, open discussion ya okay untuk um, <coughs> ataupun mungkin kami sebenarnya memerlukan lagi uh, uh, apa ni saya uh, di even me myself um, saya sedar yang saya ada banyak kekurangan lagi so sepatutnya kami membuat lebih banyak kajian uh, mengenai al-Quran dan sunnah tu untuk kaitkan dengan uh, scientific evidence tapi um, itulah kalau uh, uh, semua notice um, macam saya tak letak hadis sebab yalah uh, because I'm, I'm not the expert in in that area to talk about Ya, yeah, uh, kita ada soalan. Okey, uh, terima kasih Dr. Azman. Uh, soalan dia adalah bagaimana untuk meningkatkan pemahaman supaya setiap ayat Al-Quran yang dibaca boleh dilakuki kata-kata daripada pencipta kepada kita. Uh, saya cuba jawablah dulu. Okay, so uh, based on this is my personal opinion. Okay, uh, for me, uh, apa yang saya applykan is that saya akan baca dan dan saya akan cuba relate dengan uh, what what I know about. Okay, um, saya akan tengok terjemahan dan saya akan cuba relate dengan uh, kehidupan sehari-harian. Um, dan daripada situ, uh, for me, it will make me more, um, I mean, understand and appreciate our creator. So, itu, itu, itu saya punya pengalaman lah dan uh, personal opinion. Mungkin uh, ada orang lain yang yang nak berkongsi? Dan, uh, dan ya, yeah, uh, personally saya pun... Uh, saya agak terkesan juga uh, emotionally bila mendengar uh, apa slides uh, daripada Dr. Fariha tadi. So, so um, yes, thank you so much for that uh, sharing session, Dr. Fariha. Uh, untuk untuk pertanyaan Dr. Azman ni, mungkin saya boleh kongsikan yang pernah saya pelajari dululah. Sebenarnya bila kita membaca Al-Quran tu pertama-tamanya kena kita merendahkan diri dan tujuan kita membaca Al-Quran tu bukan bukan untuk uh, maksud saya berlapang dada bukan untuk uh, menyalahkan bukan untuk membantah tapi berlapang dada dan mempelajarinya jadi pertama-tamanya kena merendahkan diri dululah dan buang ego kita uh, sejauh-jauhnya barulah InsyaAllah kita dapat uh, menyelami apa yang ingin disampaikan oleh yang maha mencipta tu. Setakat yang saya tahulah Dr. Azman. <laughs> so, macam, macam, okay, ni macam saya nak nak applykan uh, dengan me as a lecturer lah. Ataupun even as a researcher, <coughs> even be a student as well. So, setiap kali kalau saya cuba nak, nak saya baca artikel ke, saya uh, saya sedang buat uh, lecture notes ke, um, saya akan um, 
dia ada satu macam bila kita baca ataupun bila kita sampaikan kepada student tu uh, ialah sebab saya kami mengajar biokimia dan um, as we know I think it is general lah that uh, bio biochemistry can be quite dry so ialah sebab macam tadi kan kita kupas dari awal lagi kita tak boleh nampak sebenarnya can, uh, physically you cannot see the DNA material kan so itulah macam mana kita nak yakin dia kalau pakai logik akal tu macam mana kita nak yakin nak, nak, nak yakinkan diri kita benda yang kita tak nampak benda yang kita tak nampak um, dengan mata kasar lah okay so uh, by uh, through research you can actually see the genetic material okay ada matematik dia okay tapi ni macam ialah kalau macam kita berjaya, even sekarang ni kan you cannot see your genetic material kan so tapi itulah uh, perkara yang macam tu bila kita baca Al-Quran, bila saya baca, bila saya mendalami maksud dia, dia akan bagi satu kesedaran dan satu keinsafan even when when I'm teaching my student yang saya cuba instillkan bahawa uh, inilah dia uh, antara tanda-tanda kebesaran Allah so Okay, the response untuk uh... Uh, pertanyaan Dr. Fazila bukan pertanyaan ni uh, cadangan tu ni memang sebenarnya masalah dari <laughs> awal step ni wujud kita tak cukup ahli daripada bidang uh, yelah Quran, Sunnah dan sebagainya dan sebenarnya saya sangat saya sangat-sangat ya, kami, sangat. kami sangat-sangat ingin mendengar pandangan mereka Alu-alukan. Ya. tak kesempatan um. Jadi uh, itulah uh, dengan actually uh, mungkinlah juga ada hikmah uh, uh, apa PKP ni kan sebab sekarang ni semua online so kita buat recording and this will actually uh, kita akan share lah dalam group um, mungkin juga kita akan cuba share uh, apa ada platform lah of social media so kita harap lah akan ada that uh, exchange of uh, intellectual discourse nanti Um, untuk sesapa uh, dan kita berharap akan adalah um, there is actually another alternative yang, yang kita boleh buat kalau mereka tak dapat nak join untuk hari ini uh, kita harap melalui our recording we might have um, any um, I mean comment daripada mereka yang daripada bidang lain uh, uh, terutamanya daripada Al-Quran dan Sunnah um, dan juga um, I mean, although it's not real time, so uh, that is another alternative that we can actually do. Tapi, uh, yeah, I, um, cuma itulah, this is a hasrat uh, step itulah. Kita berharap uh, that we will actually um, cuba nak melalui topik-topik yang kita boleh eng, um, engage the Akli and Nakli punya issue or knowledge ni. Uh, kita harap kita boleh um, menyambungkanlah bridge daripada pelbagai bidang tu. Okey. Uh, ada soalan. Ada soalan. Ya. Yeah. Ya, yeah. uh, Dr. Zeti. Ya, yeah, uh, assalamualaikum. Um, soalan saya simple sajalah uh, berkaitan dengan um, screening kan, uh, genetic screening. Uh, individual genetic screening for the purpose of uh, health benefit lah kan. 
uh, contohnya uh, there's a trend sekarang ni uh, untuk kita screen uh, sama ada kita ada uh, genetic uh, polymorphism ke ataupun mutation yang berkait dengan sesuatu disease and memang trend ni di western uh, famous lah di western countries kan until the extreme of when they detect uh, there is a mutation on certain genes for example responsible uh, untuk apa ni uh, breast cancer so they just perform mastectomy to avoid the the risk lah kan uh, which uh, apa tu this step was taken by uh, apa tu contohnya famous celebrity Angelina Jolie itu kan uh, but it's not uh, it's not a uh, strange lah memang it's a common thing so tapi kita sebagai uh, apa ni uh, muslim kan how far can we go like how far can we embrace the genetic screening and then uh, because once you know you ada mutation for certain disease definitely we cannot sit down calmly kan we, we will do something tapi dia seolah-olah macam bercanggah lah kontras dengan konsep uh, apa tu menerima ketentuan Allah kan so bagaimana pandangan daripada sudut sains saintis dan dan dari sudut agama kita juga itu saja soalan saya guys okey um maybe the fariha or doctor majana you bagi pandangan dulu ke ataupun nak nak cuba ah rasanya ni doktor noliza pandai jawab ni Uh, saya cuba ya, okay. I, I try, okay, and, and maybe others yang uh, uh, boleh boleh join the discussion as well. Um, so, Dr. Zeki, you are asking about genetic screening, kan? Um, okay, this is what I I know in my knowledge, okay. Kalau, if I'm not mistaken, um, I mean, untuk kita lah, saya tak tahu sejauh mana, um, undang-undang syariah or even the the civil law lah di Malaysia with regards to genetic screening okay uh, what i have uh, what in my knowledge yang saya tahulah uh, where usim ada involved juga is uh, about the thalassemia screening bukan macam tu ke uh, dr fazila are you are you in the in the thalassemia apa ni makasih syariah punya paperwork tu on thalassemia I, I'm not in the group, tapi I'm aware about the paper lah. Ah, uh-uh, kan? Uh, tak silapnya kan? Uh, so, saya saya cuma nak ambil contoh lah. I don't know this will be a, a, a good choice. Tapi what I'm trying to say is that, ah, uh, uh, that is where the paper tu sebenarnya uh, paperwork tu adalah dia kira SOP ya. Eh. Paperwork tu adalah salah satu contoh di mana um, ahli-ahli agama serta saintis, clinician all come together membincangkan secara teliti whereby um, because you know thalassemia ada banyak jenis dan um, there are forms of thalassemia yang uh, very detrimental okay, yang boleh mati yang uh, and other uh, forms of thalassemia yang you have to your whole life you 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 kena go to hospital uh, untuk buat blood transfusion is it right okay yeah. okay ah uh, uh, tapi itulah so even economists as well semua sit down 
uh, betul-betul untuk tengok paper tu sebab dia ada berkaitan dengan uh, termination of pregnancy. Okay. And um, so dia dia melibatkan nyawa. So uh, daripada situ bila dah dah they, they have come up with, with a really uh, detail uh, paperwork uh, uh, SOP as well di mana uh, sekira uh, determination of a, uh, pregnancy okay uh, dibolehkan sekiranya this 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 happen dalam condition of a certain uh, thalassemia condition so so uh, that is one of the the contoh of genetic screening yang saya boleh uh, fikirkan so what i'm trying to say is that dalam isu ini untuk menjawab your question dr zati i think kalau malaysia punya way forward kan kalau macam uh, in terms of uh, breast cancer screening yes memang ada i i even i have friends yang i i think they went to private hospitals um, they actually um, give their blood to do uh, ni lah predictive uh, disease uh, apa ni genetic screening okay and tapi uh, itulah i don't know whether in malaysia we have that kind of um, uh, regulated a very detailed regulation yang di mana uh, macam eh, ya, sampai ke hukum hakam tu yang saya tahu uh, thalassemia ada uh, tapi untuk other disease uh, such as macam breast cancer whether you can you can apa hukum dia kalau at a genetic level you dah uh, apa ni macam you kata SNPs analysis and everything tu you you dapat uh, you tahu yang you ada risk of uh, cancer uh, apa breast cancer dan dan apa hukum dia walaupun masa tu tak ada lagi simptom-simptom ke atau tak ada tumor pun lagi arise uh, yang menunjukkan that you actually have breast cancer so apa hukum dia so so that i don't know in 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 malaysia punya situation lah uh, so um but uh, yeah that that's from me maybe uh, clinicians ke we have dalam ni yang nak nak tolong bagi pandangan juga ke for thalassemia is very clear ha, very clear kan? what type of uh, genetic uh, ha, ha. yang you boleh consider for termination and pregnancy ha, tapi ha. untuk kes yang macam Zeti kata tu I rasa there is no clear cut uh, di fatwa lah ha, but ha. people are practicing it even in Malaysia they yeah. don't expect termination tapi itulah, I, I think it's a, it's a good point apa yang Dr. Zeti raisekan isu tu. I mean, so itulah, maybe it would be good for bagian fatwa ke untuk tengok kan. Ya, dia dah jadi, I don't know, adakah dia akan menimbulkan nanti later on isu, cosmetic isu, like aesthetic isu kan. Uh, for for them, yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. So, Can be a, a research question lah for us to work yes. on. Yes, <laughs> so we have one already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, so this is good. So yeah, contoh macam ni lah. This 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 intellectual discourse that we we want uh, that kalau kita boleh dapat uh, apa ni pandangan daripada bidang selain daripada bidang science ni ha. But yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dr. Zeti and uh, Dr. Fazila. Okay, maybe um ada apa persoalan lain ke ataupun uh, sesapa nak berkongsi. Um, apa ni uh, knowledge ke or comments okay
Alright. Uh, kalau tak ada. Uh, okay. So uh, untuk sesiapa yang masuk uh, uh, pertengahan uh, apa ni. Uh, our discussion tadi. Uh, you can actually be, uh, apa, dengar uh, from the beginning. Because uh, this is recorded. And if there's nothing else. Um, again, I would like to thank you all. And especially to our speakers as well. Um, I hope that uh, every one of you um, have um, gained uh, knowledge from, from this uh, discussion and hope to see you all in our next session. Okay, um, you will be informed and updated of our next topic. So thank you and Assalamualaikum. Thank you.